everybody. I'm Ricky with Everyday Woodworking, your podcast home for tips, tricks, and information on how to make the most of your woodworking time and money every day. Welcome back to the show. If you're a regular listener, you know we're in the middle of a really fun series about the best places to buy bargain tools. Um, If you haven't listened to earlier installments, you'll probably want to go back, check out episodes two and three, and uh, that will get you up to speed. Also, if you've watched or listened to us before, um, you may know I never record a show without having uh, a cup of coffee in my hand. That's kind of my kind of my vice. Um, I try to give a shout out though to our favorite people in the world by using a coffee mug um, with their company logo or favorite saying on it. Today, I am uh, once again using one of my favorite coffee mugs here from WCON 99.3 FM, my country up in Cornelia. Georgia, which is uh, just up the road from us. One of my favorite stations. And man, thank you, WCON, for this coffee mug. I love it. This is a great, this isn't one of these cheapy mugs. This guy is thick and it keeps my coffee warm for a long time. So I like it. Hey, if you got a, um, a business um, and you got uh, coffee mugs with your company logo on it, send it to us. Um, I'd love to uh, add it to our show. Um, give you a little free advertising too. So uh, check out the show notes for our mailing address and uh, you can send your cup along with a little info about yourself or your business all right our last show was all about garage sales or as i had said which we southerners like to call it uh call uh we don't call them garage sales we call them yard sales now that anybody's selling their yard, um, we just, I don't know why we call it a yard. I guess because you're having it a sale in your yard. Anyway, I don't know why I'm explaining that. The plan was, though, to bridge that episode on over into um, estate sales and private buys today. I'm going to change that up just a little bit, though, uh, because the more I think about estate sales, the more I think it's just they're so similar to yard sales. They are different, I understand. But they're so similar to yard sales. I was I was gonna like rehash most of my points from last week. I felt like that would be kind of um, repetitive. So I just anyway, I'm just gonna group my estate sale my estate sale stuff. Wow, I can say that five times really fast. <sighs> my estate sale stuff in with my yard sale stuff. Um, and even though, like I said, I know there's some differences, I think I'm just going to lump those, uh, all together. Um, if we do what I have in mind, which is devote this episode only to private buys, then, uh, that's going to be plenty enough to keep us busy. Plenty, plenty. Uh, so, okay. Um, what do I mean when I say private buy? Well, a private buy is something when you buy something from an individual privately, of course, versus buying something from a retail establishment. Now, that could be brick and mortar. That could be online, either one. Um, But with and I admit, I know with that definition, that's pretty broad. We could include yard sales in that. And that's kind of why I had the whole thing going together. But private sales are their own sort of animal. And you'll see here in a minute what I'm talking about. Um, So let's just pull like for private buys. We're just going to pull what I call the rest out of all that. 
Now, that's still a huge category. We've got this covers things like online marketplaces uh, like Facebook or Craigslist, something like that. Uh, plus, we've got classified ads. Uh, and I know you may be thinking, what? Who's there? Nobody reads a classified ad. You know, that's for old people. No, it's not. A lot of people still look at the classified ad. Um, and then, of course, my main, my biggie thing, neighbors, friends, and family. Neighbors, friends, and family. Um, I will say, um, as far as online marketplaces go, um, that can be kind of a mix of yard sales and retail buys. And, you know, and even some of the posts are, are put there by businesses. So there's a lot of over, overlapping going on there um and i think it it makes sense to include some yard sale mentality when you're dealing with these you know you want to you want to be informed you want to inspect your stuff you want to ask for discounts all of that stuff from last week um one uh, one big additional thing is though when you're buying from an online marketplace um when you do your in-person transaction like when you pick up your stuff you want to do that in a public place. I mean, if possible, you know, if it's if it's a drill, that's easy. Uh, if it's like a commercial table saw, that's going to be kind of difficult. But in general, if we're talking about power hand tools, which is generally what I'm talking about here, make it a rule to meet that person in public. Don't go to their house. It's just in this world. I hate to say it, but there's just a bunch of crazy people. And uh, if you don't know the person, it just pays to be as safe as possible. So do that in public. Also, when you pay for your item, do not pay. This should go without saying, but don't pay for your stuff before you get it. If you pay for your stuff ahead of time, you Venmo them the money, and then you say, we'll meet tomorrow at Kroger, you may never see them. And then you're up the creek. So just don't do it. Just say, hey, you know, I'll Venmo you or I'll PayPal you once we get together and I take a final look at it. If they have a problem with that, you should have a problem with them. Just walk away. Don't do it. Just don't do it. Okay. Uh, classified ads. And again, you're probably thinking classified ads are for old people. You know, that's like a dinosaur. Nobody uses classified ads. They are not for old people. They're not just for geriatric folks. So, they are still around, and they, in my opinion, they still hold some potential amazing treasures. And I'll tell you why in just a second. There are, uh, of course, I'm talking about classified ads like in the back of your local newspaper. There are online classified ads, too, and you can use those. But for what we're talking about today, I'm talking about paper in your hand, flip to the back two or three pages. That's where they are. When you deal with classified ads you still want to ask questions you still want to meet publicly when you do your transaction you still want to pay after you take a look at it on and on yada yada blah 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 so on and so on still do those things um but i will say i think the classified ads might have an even better chance than, say, like an online marketplace. Because if someone's posting something in the local paper in the classifieds, usually they're having to pay to do that. That's going to weed out some of the riffraff really quick because if, well, it's going to weed out a lot of the riffraff. You know, some dummies are really persistent. They're going to pay 
and they're going to be jerks anyway. But by and large, that's going to help you really weed out um, some of the junk. So that's all I'm going to say about classified ads. Great place, commonly overlooked. Don't think that it's just for your grandparents because it ain't. All right. Now on to neighbors, friends, and family. In my opinion, one of, if not the best, source of great quality, great-priced power tools. Uh, But the key is this. One very simple thing that most of our crazy world just does not do anymore, and it's such a shame, that is visiting. Visiting. Talking. Hanging out, chewing the fat, stopping by for no reason, getting to know people, letting people get to know you. And I'm not just talking about your neighbors. Most of us, hey, if you're like me, dang, most of us don't even visit our family more than a handful of times a year. My aunt lives five miles down the road. I bet I don't go over there half a dozen times a year. Shame on me, right? It's just we have fallen out of the habit, and it's such a sad thing. Such a sad thing. So visit visit with some folks. And I'm not just talking about seeing people at church or at work uh, or at Home Depot, you know, or something like that. I'm not just talking about that. I'm talking about going to someone's house, getting out of your truck, spending some time with them, having a conversation. It's not that hard. But we are out of the habit. You'll find out very quickly, though, if you start to get social with your peers, you will find out very quickly that you probably both have things that you don't need that the other one uses. I mean, like that neighbor that's a weekend woodworker, they might have a drill press they never use anymore. And you might have like a router that you've outgrown. Wow. Wow, what a coincidence. Maybe y'all can just trade. Maybe he'll buy your router. Maybe you can just buy his drill press for a song. Maybe he'll just give it to you because his wife is like hard up on him to make some room in the garage. You never know, but you will never know if you never stop by. And I'm not just talking though here about like networking. I'm talking about building a relationship with people in your life. And the tools and the equipment that comes into play because of that is just this beautiful byproduct of a web of human interaction that goes far beyond a saw. Okay, so having said all of that, though, let me say there is a flip side to this. There is another side to this coin. You have to make sure you keep some things in mind. Number one, Know what you don't need. I mean, if somebody's trying to, I can't think of a specific example, but if somebody's trying to give you a tool that you have no need for, do not get it. Guys, and I'm speaking specifically to the guys because you know how we are. If somebody offers us a power tool, we're going to want to take it. We're going to want to take it. And number two is don't take home junk. Somebody offers us a piece of junk that's a power tool. We think we can fix it. For some reason, we're going to want to take it home. Don't do it. Just don't do it. Learn how to say no. That's my number three. Number four, still be informed about what's a good deal. Because if Uncle Bob says that he'll sell you his drill press for $200, you've got to know what a good deal for a used drill press 
is, right? So still be informed. Not that anyone's going to try to take you take advantage of you on purpose. They they may do it out of ignorance. Okay. One thing though, I have learned over the years, my friend's generosity can quickly outweigh my wife's tolerance. Do not forget that. If you don't, if you're not careful, you're going to wind up being a catch-all for all your neighbor's junk or, or all your friend's broken tools. Make sure you make the best of what you get and know how to politely decline. All right, man, that went like super duper fast, but that was, and that was a lot of information, but it really did go fast. I hope it was helpful though. I really do. Hey, be sure to join us on the next episode. We're going to continue doing this. Uh, We're going to continue looking at the best places to buy bargain tools, and we're going to open up a can of worms, and we're going to talk about Home Depot. I know a lot of us buy our tools at Home Depot. I know a lot of people whine and moan about it, but you can get some good deals there if you know what you're doing. So you definitely don't want to miss that. That's going to be a lot of fun. All right. Hey, thanks again as always, for hanging out with me for a few minutes. I do hope this was helpful, and I hope you'll come back here again. If you enjoyed this episode, let me tell you this real quick. There are several things you can do. One, let us know. Two, your reviews, especially if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, your reviews are critical for our placement. So please leave us some glowing reviews there. And finally, number three, Um, wherever you're listening, we would love it if you would subscribe to the podcast, become a regular listener, okay? Uh, If you're watching us on YouTube, then obviously we post a video of each podcast episode on our Apple Valley Farm YouTube channel. Apple Valley Farm is our woodworking business. Uh, Definitely check that out, and uh, please like, comment, and subscribe to us there as well. Lots of cool stuff going on on that channel. Uh, And finally, if you learn... If you would like to learn even more about us, uh, you can check out the show notes. Uh, head over to uh, applevalleyforumga.com. Uh, that's our website for things like our store and our woodworking projects, stuff like that. Um, all right. Hey, that's it. Hey, thanks again for being here. Hope you guys will are having a great day. And uh, hope to see you again next time right here on Everyday Woodworking.